All right, Jeremy, take it away. Well, how about you start it off like a regular Pot on Your Loons episode, and then I'll bring it, then I'll come in with my stuff. Okay. I want Sam to do the intro, but as me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pot on Your Loons. It's a special edition. Pot on Your Loons, this is Justin. Pot on Your Loons, this is Sam. Oi, Pot on Your Loons, it's James. Hold on, you learns. This is Doomsday. Uh, hey, you guys. Thank you all so much for kind of giving me a platform here. You guys are awesome. And that was a lot of fun, that intro here. So just to get started, I'm going to do some shout outs here first off because this is really cool. First off, shout out to you guys, the Pod Loons family, even though it's not been a football, it's a it's a it's a other football podcast. Um, you guys have just been super supportive of everything I've done in the fantasy community, and I can't thank you enough for it and allowing me to come on the show, talk, talk loons with you guys. And then as well as promote this stuff, it's super awesome. And I really appreciate it. So with that said, the other shout outs. So the whole deal is, uh, I'm part of the Scott fishbowl. This is Scott fishbowl 13 and Scott Fishbowl is essentially a pillar in the fantasy community. And the one thing that he's known for that he's, he's accomplished is essentially creating a charity outreach, you know, giving an opportunity for people to um, give money and really promoting the idea of like giving part of your entry fee in your leagues to charity or, you know, promoting and putting together tournaments like this one to promote charity. So um, this charity is, is fantasy cares and i'm going to talk about fantasy cares in just a minute thanks scott fishbowl for a this is my second year in letting me in and b um just having this great community that he's created i'm also going to give a shout out to mike german he's going to be hosting the uh minneapolis live draft at 328 grill in st paul park the drafts from july in july 9th from 2 to 7 it is open to the public so um, if you're not in the Scott Fishbowl, but you want to see what it's all about, you want to meet some people from the community, people like uh, Brian Johnson from, you know, guillotineleagues.com, Paul Charchian, Scott Fish, all the kind of big hitters in the fantasy community here in Minnesota, they're going to be there. Uh, also, um, the guys from Underdog are going to be there. So a lot of big names in the fantasy community will be there. Um, plus, it's a cool place to go eat a really great burger. 328's been in the media a lot lately for a lot of things they've been doing um, with their burgers. Final shout out, John Bosch. Mike is an he runs- awesome dude. Mike is an awesome yeah. dude and he makes great food. Like way more legit local Twin Cities media outlets than Pot on Loons have uh, given love to that guy. So yeah, check out the 3288 grill. And then what I always forget how many spices is his signature is 14, 14, 14 spice. spice he is a 14 I, spice signature spice yeah i just ran out of his 14 spice that's what i use when i grill in the hot honey i just ran out of the, the spice shaker so i have to buy some more but yeah he's a really nice dude really cool dude and amazing chef check it out and then finally john bosch who kind of runs fantasy cares he does all the fantasy cares eliminators um all the contests on facebook uh all that kind of stuff so uh, kind of before I go into some of the charity stuff, any anything you guys want to kind of add to to that in the community? And and maybe even, you know, let's just be honest. I know that probably by the time this gets out, that they've definitely raised the money. But, 
you know, part of community is making sure people get the money they need. We had Minneapolis city just had the situation with their trailer, you know, and I know they probably reached their goal already, but there's no reason why we still can't find ways to help out the community in that way too. Yeah. 100%. You know, even like, right. I'm, I'm on a local charter schools board kind of on my side of town. And what I've, what I've noticed is occasionally we'll just have people. It's usually around the holidays where someone is just like, Hey, if your teachers have an Amazon wish list, I would love to fulfill wish lists for teachers in the local classroom. Like you don't even necessarily have to find like a specific charity that you want to deliver money to. You can just find like an organization in your community that you want to thrive and just reach out to them, like reach out to a school and be like, Hey, do any of your teachers need whiteboard markers? They all need whiteboard markers. Let's face it. Just call them up, say who needs whiteboard markers and just send them some from Amazon or some other website or whatever. Like that's just a super helpful way to just be a good community member. So this year, you know, as this fantasy community has grown, a lot of more like charity leagues have popped up. And so this year, the big one is obviously the Scott Fishbowl, Scott Fishbowl 13 this year um, through Fantasy Cares. And, and honestly, don't take my word for it. Go to fantasycares.org. Check out what they do. They have all the pictures and videos of their toy drives from the past. They have a list of all their organizations from Toys for Tots, Every Meal, No Kid Hungry, Feeding America, Norsled, NCADV, Go Pantry, JDRF. Those are just a few of the organizations that they do work for and that they give money to. So... Uh, don't take my word for it. Go to their site, check them out, and feel free to donate. And then there's other leagues that I'm doing this year. I'm in the Warrior Bowl this year. This is the first year I've got in. This is kind of like the second biggest one. And this is a UK UK run league. Uh, so they do all theirs for Bluebell, Wood Children's Hospice, and Love Brum. So um, that's really that's really cool stuff as well. I'm in the largest IDP charity league that's going right now, and they do everything for Kawasaki disease. And then the Biscuit Bowl, uh, Lightning Round Best Ball Championship, uh, those are the other two I'm doing, and those are feel free to donate to who you want. And, of course, anytime I get that opportunity, uh, I just lost my stepfather in August, and so I always donate to glioblastoma. And I'm hoping that maybe next year I can run my own event in support of glioblastoma. So that's something in the near future I'm going to start working on. So that is the charity stuff. We, you know, for a little fun today, because I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted to just play a little game to unite soccer with football and uh, play a little, a little trivia game. But before we do that, I want each of you to tell me your favorite fantasy football memory, because really there's, there's always some good stuff in there. What do you got? I feel this like I already know easy. what James is going to say. <laughs> Go on. What do you think I'm going to say? You know what I think you're going to say. What are you going to say? Cast your mind back to 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's already nodding. Yeah. Uh, first, first league that I, that I, first year I ever did a dynasty league, actually, uh, was in a dynasty league with Sam. It was there, it was a bunch of Americans. Uh, there was like one guy from Belgium, one guy from South Africa. I think there was me. After the regular season, I finished nine and four. We had we had sixteen teams. Top six went to playoffs. I was nine and four and in fourth. Sam was seven and six and in sixth. And we made a run to the Super Bowl on the opposite side of the brackets. And I beat him in the Super Bowl. 
So I waltzed in and beat a bunch of Americans at their own fantasy football game, which was pretty sweet. Have I won anything since? No. Uh, but <laughs> 20, 2012, I peaked. I peaked early. You, you I knocked was... off my roaring rep cars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I was like that just never could actually win. Always had a good team, could never actually win in all of my like main leagues that I played in. Uh, I used to be in a lot more leagues than I am now, but I've always had about four leagues that I actually cared about and I could never, ever, ever win any of them. I would get close. I'd be regular season champion. I'd be highest scoring team. I would win the consolation tournament, but I could never actually win the big prize. And then like after 10 years of just pulling my hair out, which right in fantasy football years, that's like 40 years. If you're playing in four, four leagues at a time and you're really caring about four leagues at a time, that's like going 40 years without uh, a title. Well, about 10 seasons into me playing fantasy football, I win three big leagues all at the same time. And then my daughter was born, and I haven't done like anything since. Mate, mate, twenty twenty two, you won, you won the same league that we're in. Yes, yes, I did, I did win that one. I did win that one. Um, yeah, it took that you ten years league. for the revenge tour. Yes, yes, it, I did finally win that one. I did finally win that one. We've but actually, the other leagues three, I'm in, like the three of us have won that league. Yeah, all three of us have won that league. Yeah, we need to get Justin in that league. Justin, do you have a favorite fantasy football memory? Uh, so I was trying to trying to dig deep in my brain. So I've won some leagues. Those those are obviously fun memories. But I think just in general, I love it when you draft a guy who you think is going to be like a big sleeper, and they turn out to to be really good. Like that's probably my favorite thing about fantasy football is when you you find the you know you're the guy that drafts Justin Jefferson right like his rookie season or or Jalen Hurts these last few years right like these guys were where no one was taking them. And like for Jalen Hurts, like I had him two years ago, right? And he was the last, he was like, it was like a 12 person league. And I was the last person to draft a quarterback. And I was, it was, I was stuck with Jalen Hurts and he ends up being, you know, unbelievable. So a lot of different things I said there, but, but just anytime that happens, that, that's just awesome. Such a good feeling to, to hit on, hit on a hidden gem. But we don't think about all the other guys that you pick that 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 don't work out, right? Like those are and those here comes time, Sam. But... Here comes Sam's uh, gospel about Travis Kelsey. Well, I I wasn't <laughs> going to start with Travis Kelsey. I was the the years that I lived with Jeremy, he would always lecture me about how I was waiting too long on taking a tight end. How you got to take a tight end earlier because there aren't that many of them, and you want to make sure you get a good one. And one year I waited and got Julius Thomas. And he broke out. And then the very next year, I waited and got Travis Kelsey. So I <laughs> waiting on tight end always worked for me. Um, of course, that's hard to That's when the generational talent, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you take a generational talent, yeah, in their breakout year. Obviously, Julius Thomas wasn't uh, didn't have the longevity of a Travis Kelsey. But yeah. That's I mean, awesome, it, guys. It, frankly, it's just good, good camaraderie, right? Like. I don't consider myself as someone that has time for fantasy football with my two kids and with pot on you loons taking a lot of the time that I used to spend on uh, fantasy football, but I still, I couldn't fathom not playing fantasy football because I just, I love the camaraderie that goes with it. I love the draft party. I love all of that stuff. So 
Well, it's about, it's about community. Right. And, yeah. and it's, you know, it's kind of like uh, me and you playing a league together, Sam. And um, in that league, even if we don't win, it's really important that donuts doesn't win. Uh, one of oh, our yeah. friends. So like, F so like, even guy. if, even if we're struggling, like finding a way to make sure donuts doesn't get his title and he still doesn't have one yet. That's yeah. really important. Like, you know, and, and, and saying mean things to your friends that you don't mean, but you know, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun bullying your friends, but uh, I know we're at a, uh, we got a little bit of a time crunch here. So I do want to get started with the trivia game. And then if we have any time at the end, we can do some questions or do some fun stuff um, and all that stuff. So Sam, you can feel free to, um, you know, tell me I'm wrong when I try to explain the rules, but we got the one through 10 uh, game. So there's 10 questions. There's a potential of an answer from one answer to 10 answers for each of the questions. You're going to pick a question, pick how many um, answers you think there are to that question. If you pick the right, right combination, you get, you get a point. And then we'll start going through in that order to determine until all of you have eliminated yourself through the guesses. Did I miss something on that, Sam? I know these guys have played the game before, so. Yeah. So listeners, Back home, you can listen to the Lunacy guys as well as the Daves I know in past episodes of Pot on Newlands, they came on to, to play this game 1 to 10. It's a, a trivia game that I developed for my other podcast, but we played it a little bit on Pot on Newlands. Yeah, I, th I think you, you mostly got it. I think you mostly got it. So I, I, I think to everyone at home that hasn't heard the Lunacy guys or the Daves I know play it on this feed, what I would say to you is just listen along, and I think it's going to make more sense as we go. All right, so it's kind of fun being the one to be in charge of this and making Sam answer some trivia questions for a change. So I don't know. We just got to. I'm going to read the questions here, and then you know we can go ahead and have figure out who's going to start. I guess maybe uh, you know James can be the first person to guess since his is the first alphabetically. You go James, Justin, Sam, in that order. So here are the questions, um, all of them in some small way connected to MLS. Mostly I use the number 10, number 10 being the striker as my magic number in a lot of these questions. So players who had 10 or more rushing touchdowns in the 2022-2023 season, NFL wide receivers with 10 or more touchdowns in the 2022-2023 season, NFL tight ends with 10 or more touchdowns in the 2022-2023 season, NFL players in the last 10 years who played in the NFL and professional soccer, MLS teams that have won championships that share a city with an NFL Super Bowl winner. NFL teams who have never won in London. Running backs in NFL history that have rushed for over 270 yards in a game. Current NFL players who have won a Super Bowl wearing the number 10. Current starting NFL quarterbacks that wear the number 10. And then finally, a tribute to our mascot, bird teams to win championships in the NFL and MLB. The 270 yards in a game question is the only one that has no connection to soccer. I needed to fill a number and I could not find a connection. So with that said, James, pick a question and, and the number. And I'll just tell everyone, look in the show notes if you want those categories written out. Those will be there for your visual reference. James, go for it. NFL teams have nah, no, nah, you know what? Running backs in NFL history that have rushed for over 270 yards in a game. I'm going to go with three. No, Justin. Running backs in NFL history that have rushed for over 270 yards in a game, two. 
Incorrect. Sam? I'm going to say, and I, I've fallen off of my NFL watching again since Pot on Yulun's. But I'm going to say NFL players in the last 10 years who played in the NFL and professional soccer, I'm going to say one. That is correct. So Sam does get a point. Now let's see if Sam can name the player who has played in both professional soccer and the NFL. Is it Chad Ochocinco? It is not. Yeah, Sam he's is probably out for a little this. bit over. He's probably a little bit over 10 years. Sam is out for this category. That brings it to James. Uh-huh. What? Um, mate, I would have absolutely no clue. So I'm just going to say Pat McAfee. Yeah. Nope. Justin. Um, Brett Favre. Nope. So this was, you know, Justin's already been giving me crap about the fact that this is going to be hard. I knew, I didn't figure anybody was going to get this one, but the question should be a little bit easier going forward. Uh, so the answer to this question is Josh Lambeau, uh, the kicker for the Jaguars and Chargers. Um, he played oh. six games with the Tampa Bay FC. So Nice. Okay. There you go. I know the name. All right. So that brings I us back to the, the Rowdies, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. I believe it was the Rowdies. Yep. Okay. They're All right. Good. So that brings They're it back too. to Sam. Right now, the score is Sam one and the Jays nothing. Sam, go ahead and pick your next category. Uh, let's say NFL teams who have never won in London. And let's say 10. That is correct. There are 10 NFL teams who have never won in London. And Sam, you get to go ahead. Okay, one of them is the Green Bay Packers. That sadly. is correct. But- the Packers have only played in London once, and they have never won. Uh, Go ahead, James. It's like a one in three chance, James. That's. <laughs> um, I don't think the Colts have ever won a game. That is correct. The Colts have never won a game in London. Also, there are there are eight teams still left. And and I want to make it clear, not that you guys are going to know this whole history, but the keyword is one. There are a couple teams on this list who have tied in London, but they haven't won. So I this is a hard question because London's weird, right? So I can't even just say bad teams because bad teams win there. Um, well, and bad teams are more likely to go there more often, so they have more shots at winning. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Buccaneers. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is incorrect. Um, so yep. next, let's say uh, the Patriots. No, you are out for this category. The Patriots have won a game in London. Yeah. The Vikings. Nope, the Vikings have won in London. In fact, I believe the Vikings beat the Saints in London this past year. Yeah, it was great. Well, I was going for right, the three so, of our, our teams. All right, Justin, I guess you're winning. This is this harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> all right. I, I figured at least you have 10 options. You guys would randomly guess I, I get, Are the Saints um, actually won? The Saints have won. The answer is the Commanders, the Bengals, the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, the Bills, the Steelers, and the Cardinals are the other teams that have never won a game in London. So I went to the Bengals' loss, actually. That's that, that hurts even more. <laughs> and they played the Rams. Hey, 
Damn. All right. Justin? Birds. Five. Nope. Sam? Okay. I, I think I I think I know this one. I think it's nine. Nope. Uh MLS teams that have won championships that share a city with an NFL Super Bowl winner. Four? Nope. All right. Dustin. Birds. Birds six. Nope. Bird seven. Correct. There are seven bird teams to win a championship. I'll give you the cheap uh, the cheap hint here. One name of a bird will be mentioned more than once. Well, yeah. I'm going to start off with the Eagles. Shout out PA Loon. Yes, the Eagles have won three have won three championships. So, and I, and I want to make it very clear. It says to win championships, not Super Bowls. Uh cardinals baseball or football <laughs> uh that would be baseball that is correct they have won the most of the bird teams they have won 10 championships Justin, i'm up yep ravens yep that is correct the ravens have won two championships that leaves us with four potential bird team answers left i will do the football cardinals that is correct. They have won two championships, but they haven't won one in a long, long, long time. It's been since like the 1930s. Uh, I will go right. for the Blue Jays. That is correct. They have also won two World Series, two championships right. for them. That leaves us yep. with two bird teams left. Justin? So this one hurts, and I think this one works because you said championships, not not Super Bowls, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Atlanta Falcons no, won the NFC Championship. Right, but that is not an NFL championship. Oh, NFL so championship? No. Reverse, yep. reverse. <laughs> just kidding. You could just say that's a bad answer. It is a bad answer. All right, Sam, Justin's out for this category. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles. That is correct. They are the number two team, and they have won three championships. That leaves us one more answer, James. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Uh, Can I ask a question for them? Sure. Does this team still exist? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't even know uh, a single bird. So no, I, I pass. I have no idea. All right, James is out. Sam? I was about to say Marlins, and then I remember that that's a fish. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least it wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of another bird? Yeah, it's hard. I know that this is going to be something that frustrates me when I figure out who we forgot. Yes. Well, silence uh, is a great podcasting. Uh, uh, I edit this. I edit this. <laughs> Make it sound like he had no thinking time at all. <laughs> all right. Five, four, three, two, one. The Marlins. Zero. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks had oh. one oh, Super Bowl. Sea Chickens. Uh, oh, yes. I, I, had I thought of that name in my head. I put it, I was, when I was listing them off in my head, that was there. And then I had to go and say freaking Atlanta Falcons. 
<laughs> jerk. <laughs> if you would have just, if you would have not said anything, I would have not said that. But you were like, just remember, just remember. Well, and, and did, I did said you guys that, get all your points? And yeah. I said that because um, the Cardinals have never won a Super Bowl, but they have won an NFL championship. That's why I wanted to make sure yeah. that that was made clear. All right. So we have one, 10, and seven out of the board, and it is James' turn to pick the category. Yes. Current NFL players that have won a Super Bowl win number 10. Who? Nope. Justin? Current starting NFL quarterbacks wearing the number 10. Two. Nope. Current starting NFL quarterbacks that wear the number 10. Five. That is correct. There are five current NFL starting quarterbacks that wear the number 10. Jordan Love. Jordan Love is correct. That is one. Mac Jones? Mac Jones is correct. That is the second one. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. That is correct. That is the third one. He is technically listed as a starter for the Raiders. Uh, Justin Herbert, 10. That is correct. That is the fourth one. Um, I guess Richardson? Is Colts nope. quarterback? Does he have a number yet? It's not number 10. Okay, well, that's uh... and and technically he's not the starter. Yeah. Okay. Justin, it's me. I uh, don't know. Davis Mills. Nope. Dang it. Hold on, you Sam. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to even just think of a throwaway answer. Who's that guy that was Geno Smith? No. Uh, <laughs> is, you is, had is the, it, you had it the right team, Wilson? James. No, the other right oh. team games. The starting quarterback for the Colts is Gardner Minshew, who wears the uh, number 10. Ah, damn it. My own team. <laughs> that, that, again, that was a little tricky, but. Wait, wait, okay, so, wait, the Texans are out here just declaring C.J. Stroud their starter on day one? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Davis Mills is pretty terrible, so I guess that makes sense, but. Didn't, but usually they make the guy earn it. I thought Russell Wilson wore number. What, what number does he wear? He wears three. Oh, three. three. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. uh, it is back to James because Sam was the last one to get one wrong there. So right now we are four questions of our 10 in. Sam has nine, Justin two, and James four. Yeah, it's because Sam keeps getting the category correct. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Um, I've been playing it smart. Um, right. Running backs in NFL history who have rushed for over 270 yards. Four? Nope. Oh my god, how many? Jeez. Justin? Um, yeah, I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh my gosh. Uh NFL tight ends with 10 or more touchdowns, two. That is correct. There are only two touch two NFL tight ends who last season had more than 10 touchdowns. Who are those two? Travis Kelsey? That is correct. He had 12 touchdowns last year. Uh I don't think Gronk is still doing things. Um David Nujoku? That is not correct. 
Okay. Jay Sternberger. <laughs> um, Mark Chermura. <laughs> oh, my God. Who else is even a tight end apart from Travis Kelsey? Does anyone else even count? Jimmy Graham. Is he even a tight end? He's just a Travis I mean, Kelsey. I mean, this is a big <laughs> name. I'll I'll give that. It's a it's a name. You know him. Yeah, that that's gonna be infinitely worse when I don't get it right. Um, Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being an ass. <laughs> Bubba Franks. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't help me. Um, more more wow. Green Bay Packer tight ends. More Green Bay. go around the. Colt Layerla. Oh, wait. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'm going to, I can't even think of a single planet. Mark Andrews. Incorrect. Ah. He had a down year last year, but that was a good guess. Who was it? Oh, it's I, still hey, Justin Stern. Whoa, oh, sorry. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought, yeah, I forgot. Um, George Kittle. That is correct, George. Oh, yeah. Woo. He had 11 touchdowns last year. That closes out the category. Ugh. And I do believe that puts Sam in control of the board. That was the okay. worst. I even I even went around LA as well and couldn't think of a tight end. MLS teams that have won championships that share a city with a Super Bowl winner. I am going to say six uh that is incorrect james nfl wide receivers with 10 or more touchdowns nine that is incorrect nfl running backs with over 276 that is correct it is six i will give this hint because this is going to be a tougher category none of these players are still active hmm. So it is six. There are six players who have had over 270 yards in the game. All right. Uh, first one, Eric Dickerson. Incorrect, and you are out for this category. Oh, are you cheesing me right now? Oh, my God. I am not. I'm, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you really should because, yeah, you really oh. definitely should. Oops. Sam? I, mean, I know. I was going to say that name, too. Gosh darn it. Um, Adrian Peterson? Yep, uh, Adrian Peterson has the most yards in a game with 296. Is LT on that list? LT is not on this list. That makes James out for this category. Sam, you have five more opportunities to name running backs who rushed for over 270 yards in a game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I am not looking forward to this. Um, okay, I'm, I'm trying to be smart about this. My guess is there's one name on this list you've never even heard of, so I'm not too worried about you missing it. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to think, like, you know, because I feel like a lot of the flashier numbers probably came more recently, but a lot of the bigger guys of all time, like, I'm, I'm just going to say Emmett Smith. That is incorrect. So here are the other five names. Number six on the list, um, OJ Simpson, 273. Uh, Walter Payton. 275, Corey Dillon, 278, Jerome Harrison, 286. That was the one I don't think you know. I'm not even sure I do. And then Jamal <laughs> Lewis, 
295 when he was with the Ravens, I believe. Okay. All right. That category is closed. It is on James. We have, I believe, four categories left. Uh, NFL wide receivers with 10 or more touchdowns, eight? Incorrect. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is that is really bad. Mm-hmm. It was a bad year for uh, it was a bad year for wide receivers last year. And how were wide receivers doing last year? <laughs> uh, seven for that that one. Or seven's uh, already, already taken. Used. Sorry, seven's already yeah. used. Uh, you can't you can't tell me it. You can't. Sorry, I'm talking too much. What the hell numbers are left? We have three, four, eight, and nine. Three, four, eight, and nine. So there's only four. Incorrect, Sam. <laughs> So there's there's three. <laughs> there is. There are three NFL wide receivers who scored ten or more touchdowns last season. Sam, Justin Jefferson, incorrect. He did not score more than he did not score double digit touchdowns last year. You are out of this category, James. God. Um, Tyreek Hill, incorrect. Oh my Justin, <laughs> oh my opportunity oh my to do some catching up here. What's his first name? Uh, Brown for the Eagles. That is correct. He was third with 11 touchdowns. Um, these are receivers. We can't say Travis Kelsey again. It, nope. Can't say tight ends. It's just wide receivers. Okay. Who else is good? Christian Watson's pretty damn good. Uh, the guy for Debo. Debo Samuel. That is incorrect. That closes the category. The other two answers are Devontae Adams had 14 touchdowns last year with the Raiders, and Stefan Diggs had 11 with the Bills. Huh. Man. Okay, I thought Devontae Adams didn't have that great of a season last year, but I guess I was mistaken. The most well, touchdowns. Of, yeah, the most <laughs> touchdowns of any wide receiver. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, Sam, we got three categories left, and the board is yours. It just wasn't as many touchdowns. If he would have just stayed home, <laughs> stayed at Lambeau. All right, uh... And the numbers left are four, four eight, eight, and nine. nine. Four, eight, and nine. Okay, I, I'm still trying to get that MLS teams that have won championships that share a city with a Super Bowl winner. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say eight. It is eight. There are eight teams that have won an MLS championship that also have a team in their city that has won a Super Bowl. Let's go with Los Angeles. That's right. Um, LAFC and the Rams. And technically, that's a that's a two for there because there are two different. Uh, you said Los Angeles, and I screwed up by giving you that. Because technically, LAFC and LA Galaxy are two separate teams. Is this teams. game rigged for Sam? Are we rigging this game for Sam? <laughs> do, Name's I, do I just get an extra? Well, you, you only get one, but you just yeah. gave somebody else another one. So which oh. are you taking oh, LAFC? So not... <laughs> yeah. Are you um, taking LAFC or LA Galaxy? I guess I will take LAFC. Shout out Will Farrell. All right. Yep. The Rams have won the Super Bowl. James, this should be really easy now. LA Galaxy? <laughs> that is, wait, wait, that wait, is wait. Correct. I think we should all get points then. This is this is where someone says that. <laughs> oh, wait, there's only two LA teams. Points? Okay, we're still <laughs> in the easy part. We weren't gonna not <laughs> guess the LA teams. There's only all two right. LA teams. I'm sorry, Justin. Come on, Justin. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, that is incorrect. Dude, you just say New York and take your point. New, New NYCFC. 
That is correct. Both the Giants and the Jets have won Super Bowls. Uh, Seattle. Yes, Seattle. Both the, the Seattle Seahawks and the MLS Seattle team has won. That leaves us with four left. Uh, Kansas City. That is correct. Sporting KC and the Chiefs. New York Red Bulls? No. New York Red Bulls have not won a title. Are all of these teams still playing in the MLS? Yep. I'm going to say DC United. Correct. Both the Washington Redskins and DC United have won. <laughs> Washington Commanders, my friend. <laughs> Correct. What, there's two left? There are two left. That's all you. Uh, Chicago? Chicago Fire and the Chicago Bears. Correct. There is one more left. Granted, the pair the Bears haven't won one in a really, really, really long time. Like before Not I was since born. 19, 1985. Yep. So there's there's one more I'm missing. Yep. And I assume we're talking actual city, not like metro area. Like city represented in the name, like so San Jose. I'm assuming um, San Jose doesn't count because San Jose is different from San Francisco. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking out of my head. I, I know Houston has won, but I forget if the Oilers ever won before they disbanded. Uh, I, I don't remember if Dallas has ever won an MLS Cup. I'm going to guess Dallas. No, the last one is uh, the Colorado Rapids and the Denver Broncos. All right. All right, so that means it is James' turn. We have two numbers left. We have number four and number nine. And the categories are players who had 10 or more rushing touchdowns in the 2022-2023 season and current NFL players who have won a Super Bowl wearing the number 10. James, before you say anything, we basically have to get all of the rest of the points to beat Sam. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, players who have had 10 or more rushing touchdowns? Nine? That is correct. There are nine players who had nine players who had 10 or more rushing touchdowns. I will give you the hint that one of these players is not a running back. And obviously, since we've covered wide receivers and tight ends, they are not one of those either. Yeah. Um, hmm. Kickers, right? Kickers just <laughs> running and running in touchdowns. <laughs> Kickers running in touchdowns. Oh Greg Zerline, lock it in. Greg, God, Greg, God, nothing was single running back. Travis Etienne, incorrect. Oh my God, Travis Etienne did not have more than ten touchdowns last year. Uh, single running back. Pollard, Tony Pollard did not have more than ten touchdowns last year. You are both on this category. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, points here. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley had 10 touchdowns last year. That is correct. You yeah. guys both had really bad guesses, by the way. <laughs> All right, um, Sam. I've fallen off the cliff since uh, CC was born. Zeke? He's still scoring uh, touchdowns? Zeke Elliott had 12 last year. Hot damn. All right. Oh, that's right. He scored he scored them all instead of Tony, right? That's what it was. Correct. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> uh 
It wasn't one of the Packer running backs because I drafted both of them in fantasy thinking that would be a good strategy. Yeah, like I drafted Etienne and he scored so many points. I don't understand how he didn't score 10 touchdowns. Um, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is incorrect. Wow, you guys really did poorly on this category. Um, I got two points. Miles Sanders had 11. Nick Chubb had 12. Josh Jacobs had 12. Uh, Justin, you spent a lot of time earlier talking about Jalen Hurts, the one player who's not uh, a running back, <laughs> who scored 13 rushing touchdowns last year. Uh, Austin Eckler had 13 last year. Derek Henry had 13 last year. Oh. And in an absolute and complete nonsensical leading touchdown score last year, Jamal Williams had 17. You know what the worst part is? Is I have both Jamal Williams and Travis Etienne, and I was pretty sure that Etienne scored more points, which was not true. He might have, but he scored a lot of points. Williams set a record for most one-yard touchdowns in a season. All right, so that leaves us with our last category. Um, Yes, that's me. (laughs) So so Uh, James automatically gets a point here. Who have won a Super Bowl wearing number 10. Uh, Four. That is correct. There is four. Okay, so there there are four active players. And I do believe they all still wear number 10. That were wearing number 10 when they won a Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I'm actually... I have... Why do I... I'm going to go with Jimmy G? Jimmy Garoppolo was wearing number 10 with the Patriots when he won a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was wearing number I 10 guess. with the Chiefs when he won a Super Bowl. I don't have anything. Um, I don't I don't have anything past. All right. So Matt Flynn. Out for this Matt category. Flynn. Matt Flynn is incorrect. I've, I've got enough points. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. Um, All right, James. It's up to you to get the last two then. And since these guys don't care, uh, one of them was in the current Super Bowl. If that helps you, right? Is I, I get to? I, I'm not out. I'm still in. Uh, you just I, said I, you were good with your points. He was no, knocking me. Oh, knocking Sam. Oh, do it quick. I gotta get my kid. I, I need every yeah. point I can get, guys. I'm trying to think back of the current starting NFL quarterbacks we went to. So who wears uh, ten for the Chiefs this year? Fire kill. No. Current guy, current you, ones. You already guessed that, and you were right. And he doesn't currently play for the Chiefs, and he did not play for the Chiefs when they won the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Mahomes? No, that is incorrect. Is this like backup, like Chad Henney? No. Chase Daniel. No. So the last two are Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, and oh yeah. Cooper Cup. Ah, Cooper Cup. Oh. All right. So. I know we're on a time crunch here, so uh, thank you guys for humoring me. Um, But most importantly, back to the beginning of the podcast, please go on to fantasycares.org. Give what you can. Donate. Uh, Sam, can you also put fantasycares.org in the the episode description? 100%. Absolutely. So thank you. Um, And uh, like I said, July 9th at 328 Grill is the live event. So if you want to see what it's all about, come on out and support us. Well, we do our live drafts. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, 
hot on you loons. Wait, congrats to Sam, by the yep. way, who who got the win. Yeah, I get it now. I was trying to avoid that. <laughs> I came second. I beat Justin. All right. So once I get again, to... Minnesota fan comes last. <laughs> I now have a spot in the one to ten champions league. I get to take on Dave Zeller from D the Daves I know, and then I think it was David from the Lunacy. So. I'm the first one not named Dave or David that's in the pot on you loons one to 10 champions league. I'm psyched. All right. Peace out. I got to get my kid pot on you loons. Peace out. Pot on you loons. Later Gators. Bye.